All right, welcome back to another episode of Separation Nation. We're excited. We've had a little hiatus, got a new location. It all kind of pretty much looks the same, I'm sure, on YouTube. Um, but anyway, we're excited to be back uh, and, you know, bring you something. Today we got a topic we want to talk about, about being single-minded and, um, you know, concentrating on the task at hand and picking a horse and riding. There's a quote I want to, you know, uh, I want to quote a movie with this topic. And one of my uh, all-time favorite movies that goes back to when my oldest daughter, who's 22, I think now, uh, was a little baby, um, or a little girl, not a little baby, a little girl. We used to watch this movie called Sweet Home Alabama. And there's a quote in that book, in that movie that I reference, and I want to reference now, and it's where the father looked at his daughter and said, you can't ride, one, uh, you can't ride two horses with one ass, baby. And, you know, I think that's a good lesson for this. You know, you got to pick a horse. We said, Justin said this many times. You got to pick a horse and ride it. And so many times in life and in business, you know, people, you know, they have so many different things that they're doing. And I'm all for multiple streams of income, you know. But make sure you got an actual stream before you try to get another stream and then another stream. And, and, um, you know, another saying on that is you can't wear four hats with one head. Just, you know, pick something, run with it. Multiple streams of income are great. But I think you got to get the first stream going, you know, strong and good before you venture off into something else. And, um, you know, pick a business, pick an idea, pick something that, that is sellable and then that is scalable. And go with it until it can maintain itself, until you get the systems and processes in place to um, to that to the point to where you can start something else or, or something else. And we all know people like this. They're you know they got multiple titles. You talk to them and they, they just they can tell you about all these different things that they do, all these different uh, streams, all these different MLMs they've been uh, a part of. But none of those streams can uh, substantiate or can support their livelihood or actually make them a living. You know, and I've said it many a times, a lot of us have had business dreams and business ideas, things that can really propel them and really make them a lot of money one day. But it might not be a great idea to quit your job and just sell into an idea. You know, it might need to be a side hustle before it's a main hustle. Um, so we want to open that up a little bit today and, um, you know, just excited to be back with you on that. Practically what we see a lot of times in our line of work, recruiting John and I bringing people into the final expense life insurance industry, you'll see folks, and when you're doing an initial interview with them or you're talking to them, they're sure to let you know about you know everything they got going on. Okay, So in some cases, maybe they're, they're part of a particular insurance uh, agency or company currently, but then they got this hustle over here and that hustle and that, you know, they're a, a motivational speaker on the side. And then they're a, a you know, a business owner on this type of business over here uh, that's a brick and mortar. And then they got this other thing going on over here on the weekends. And, and at the end of the day, you got a whole lot of nothing going on because if it's not producing for you, it do, it doesn't matter. I mean, at the end of the week, what matters is your deposit. If you're putting in all this work and you've got all this activity, you know, we, we did a post this week inside the company that said busyness is not productiveness. And it lit, went through and listed out, you know, 
this is what being busy looks like, but this is what being productive looks like. We sent that out on all of our social media. You, you got a lot of busy people. Like John said, they got a lot of titles, a lot of hats. But, you know, recently we've had multiple people that we've talked to about opportunities, and they want to come on. They want to start the opportunity. But, you know, they can't even come up with a few hundred dollars to be able to put the minimal uh, investment in that they need in the, to making themselves personally to be able to afford to even go get their insurance license, you know, uh, or to be able to take a state exam. That's a really a minimal expense, you know, but, but to hear them tell it, they've got all this stuff going on. And I, what I'd like to do with these people and out of love, I don't mean this in a negative way because my heart goes out to people that's hung in this mode where they think, that being busy and having all these titles and being part of two different multi-level marketing or relational marketing companies and having their daytime hustle and have, and they, they think that I guess it makes them feel they need to be busy. I don't know. It makes them feel like they've got a lot going on, but it doesn't manifest out on the other side in a payoff for them. It's not, they're not able to monetize all the activity that they've got going on. And it's a sad thing. I, and what I was going to say is I want to take those people lovingly and, and shake them and be like, listen, wake up. Okay. You need to pick a horse and ride it. Find out what's going to be productive through all your focus, all your energy in that direction and move forward with that. You, you know, when you, when you study entrepreneurs, okay. And I'm talking about real entrepreneurs. All right. Not your friend, that just started a new startup and is part of an MLM and has got entrepreneur on his profile on Instagram. Okay. What I'm talking about is real folks that have built real businesses. And, and just to be quite frank with you, what I consider real business is something that's doing a net income of at least a million plus a year. Then, then you're getting into some, and that's small in the big scheme of things, but you're, you're at least, uh, you're rolling with something that, that is, that has made a, a place for itself in the marketplace and that really can get, get folks' attention. But when you're doing something that really is manifesting out financially on the other side for the amount of production that you're putting in, when you get to that point, then what's smart to do is possibly look for, okay, what is, a, what is another avenue or a tributary off of this main flow that will run congruent with and consonant with this main flow that'll create another avenue of income, but it's not going to pull away from the main thing. I've seen a lot of entrepreneurs that they get one thing barely rolling and doing decent, and then then they turn that over to somebody that's not invested in it, and then they get their attention off over here in left field running down some other business they wanted to start that's got nothing to do with their primary flow, with their primary business, and then three, four, five, six months down the road, all of a sudden they realize things are out of place and missing Back on the primary flow, the the deposits aren't the same size that they was. They're losing employees. Things are in disarray. And then they run back over here to realize that that's been mismanaged, that, that they've lost momentum. And so then they run back over here, get that back going again, and then they run back over here to this deal. And all you're going to do is it's like robbing Peter to pay Paul. You're going to be playing catch-up all the time, never manifesting any real, real monetary production for all your efforts and all your work. Well, it's just like the guy at the carnival spinning the plates. You know, you get one plate spinning and you got to leave that plate and go get another one spinning and you're you're constantly trying to, to spin plates. And 
you know, I, I, I think about it like this, Justin. If, if, if you put your sole focus into a business, and we've done this in our business, not only, and we're always trying to figure out how to get leaner and leaner with what we do and more focused and focused. And, you know, take us, for example. You know, we've, we've always said that if we could focus on one type or one, uh, yeah, one type of insurance to sell to, to a, a particular demographic, to, to specialize in a particular demographic with a particular type or line of insurance. And then we even got even more streamlined last year by going all to just one company to make it as simple as can be. Because, and I said this earlier, it's two things a business has to be. You know, and or a product, especially. You know, your product needs to be sellable. It's got people's got to want it. There's got to be need, a need for it. But at the same time, if you really want to make money, you got to be able to duplicate yourself within that product, and you got to make things simple. So your product needs to be sellable. Your business needs to be sellable, but it also needs to be scalable. You've got to be able to scale this, and the more focused and streamlined you are the more scalable it's going to be. And you take, for instance, the show that's, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs like to watch this show, Shark Tank. It's a wonderful show. If you look at every host on Shark Tank, from Mark Cuban to Mr. Wonderful to um, Barbara, whatever her, I can't remember her last name, but if you look at all of the all of these people, people are pitching them all of these different types of careers and income streams and, and ideas and products. But if you look at each individual shark, you'll see people that, all have a particular background in one particular thing that they got real good at. They become very professional at. They become very, I mean, you take Damon, for example. He He's a clothing designer. Now he wears a lot of hats. He's got his hands in a lot of different things. But he's always kind of got that base and that thing that he started with, that he stuck with to the point that it's able to run itself. And then and only then, you know, do these people branch out. And and start looking at other incomes and other forms of incomes and different things like that. So, and I'm not saying you can't have two businesses starting at the same time. You can. I mean, look at Elon Musk. But if you if you if you go back to his background, you know, he had the PayPal deal and he he built that business and he created that business and he got it sustainable even to the point to where it was, you know, um, the business was sold and made him millions and millions and millions of dollars, and then now he's got the SpaceX and Tesla and all of that, but he's able to do it because he started with a base of one particular thing. So I think it's very important. And focus, you know, I, I've battled with this, and I'll be the first to say I have, you know, really had to discipline myself because I know that I can, if I can take a five-hour window and, and have one task that I focus on in that five-hour window and, and just discipline myself. And I do this all the time. I, when I sit down in the morning, I'll say, this is what I want to accomplish today. And for these three hours, I'm going to work on this task. I'm going to sail over the phone or I'm going to recruit or whatever. But I got to be focused on that one task because if I can get into workflow, and there's a secret to that, and if you ever accomplish that, you'll realize you can do more in four hours of focus than you can do in 40 hours of being busy. And that's like, you know, with our week, you do the same thing I do. I have certain days devoted to personal sales, certain days to recruiting, certain days to, you know, planning. We have certain days we do things like podcasts and different things like that because we've learned to block our time, our time out to focus on certain things within the business. The more focused you can get, 
the better and more productive you're going to be in everything. Well, simplicity is a beast, is a saying that I use a lot, and and we we practice that inside of our own business. But you know, even Patrick Bet David, and for those of you that that follow influencers and actually real entrepreneurs and, and quality business people, he's a great one to follow. But he put out a post last week. And, you know, basically just said, listen, you, you need to focus contrary to what you hear in popular belief. Multiple streams of income is actually a distraction, okay, especially early on. It's a distraction for you. And, yes, real successful entrepreneurs have multiple flows and streams of income. But, they again, we can't stress this enough, guys. Young, young entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, folks that want to own a business or get involved in and maybe our industry and the financial expense industry, they, they these people did not start this way. They started with the one thing, and they they had one big win. Get yourself one big win. Get yourself set up. Get that massive passive income flowing off of one win, one thing that you put your all into. It, it it's it's worked for you. The thing is is monetizable, scalable. And it's something that really kind of becomes viral and becomes organic and begins to continue to grow and go into, you know, go further and further on its own. So make, make that your focus. But again, what is disturbing so many times to see is I've watched a lot of young, talented people that could have had phenomenal, successful careers in our industry, in the final expense life insurance industry, but you can't get them. It's like a, just a, a squirrel on crack, you know, I mean, it's just, just, I mean, they just all over the map all the time. And this thing, you know, they're jumping from one Island to the next and one task to the next and one project to the next. And they got all their focus is all so spread out, you know, and listen, you, you can shoot birdshot at something and you're going to sling a lot of little beads and pepper a lot of different people, but you ain't going to kill nothing. Okay, so if you look at your life like you need to be less like a shotgun with you know number eight birdshot in it, and more like a, a just a sniper rifle going in there. Pick what you want. Pick the horse and ride it. Pick the thing that you want to absolutely you want to dominate. You want to take out in life. You want to win over, and focus yourself like that sniper. Be streamlined. Put your all in that one thing because it, it is. It's disheartening to see so many people, and you can't seem to, to wrangle them in. You can talk to them over and over again and say, listen, the insurance business, if you're average at it in, in our industry, you're going to make 144000 year one. That's that's the numbers, and we can break that down for you. One hundred forty-four dollars that's $2,700 gross income a week. And you got people out here that get, that get involved in our business and they're so busy still running down their little side hustle that they used to have that they ain't made $2,700 with all year long. You know, probably never have, certainly hadn't done that in a month and won't never do it in a week, which would be the average for what they would do with us. But they still got that focus all spread out. And what they don't realize is that that side hustle might be their passion. But like we've talked about before, you have to be willing to do what you have to do until you're able to do what you were born to do 
or what you feel like you're called and your passion is. That's where so many people miss it. They feel like they should have their cake and eat it too. Well, no, no, you shouldn't, Hoss, Sally. You shouldn't. You hadn't earned it. You've not earned the right to do that. You're, you've not made a footprint in the market. You're broke. Nobody's going to listen to you, okay? And so you have to go out. You have to make a footprint in the market. You know, people have to be able to take you seriously, but people aren't going to take you seriously if you're not consistent and you hadn't made a footprint and you can't at least write a few hundred dollar check to start into a new venture or to do something new like folks that we're trying to help get involved from time to time in our industry that got all this stuff going on should be making some money somewhere but can't write you a two or three hundred dollar check to save their life. Yeah, that quote that, you know, you had referred to or that post that uh bet david put up i actually shared that and i've got it right here i want to read it because it is good um for everybody that doesn't follow patrick bet david he's in a similar industry to us and so i'm always you know enjoy you know following people who've done you know some of the things that we're trying to accomplish as well but it says so many ways to make money today don't make the mistake of trying every way find one way that both energizes you plus maximizes your talents and get obsessed with it. Study every article, research every expert, find your niche, then execute like your life depended. And I, I've got a story, you know. I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about. This has probably been seven, eight years ago. I had a guy that was, um, he had been in the car business selling cars at one time. He had sold houses at one time. Um, just I knew he was an excellent salesman. And a great professional, and he had talked to me about the insurance business, and he actually went to work with an insurance agency um, for a while, but he never could get traction. I just couldn't figure it out. I'm like, this guy, I mean, he, he'd be better than me if he just get, you know, just he just needs help. I just kept thinking, he needs help. He's not had training. If, if I could just, you know, get this guy in the car with me, just spend a week, um, the sky will be the limit for him. And he was living in Alabama at the time, and, Got him contracted with a few companies. He bought some leads in Alabama, and I made the, you know, I, I said, look, I'll come. I drive to Alabama. I'll work with you. We'll spend a week together, and I'll, I'll get you all the training you need, and, and we'll make some money, and uh, it'll be great. So, you know, I call him Sunday evening. He said, yeah, meet me. He said, I've got this little side business. Uh, I've got a car lot with a few used cars I'm trying to sell. Could you meet me there at the car lot at 830 uh, Monday morning? We'll We'll go from there. And um, I said, yeah. And uh, so I meet him at 8 o'clock at the car lot, and he's he's got his shirt off, man, outside, and he's dirty. He's working on a car. He's trying to, you know, change a carburetor or something. And I just looked at him. I said, man, we got to go to work. He said, oh, I, got, I got somebody coming to look at this car at 3 o'clock. And I'm thinking, we got to work today, man. We got to sell some insurance. We got the whole day. And um, I finally got him in the car, and before we could go to our first appointment, we had to go by the auto parts store to buy a carburetor or something, whatever, for the car. And we finally, you know, he got the part, went, saw a couple, and, you know, um, we are able to help them, different things. He got to see, you know, what I do and what we do. and um, But in between every appointment, and we got about three or four appointments done before we had to get back and he, you know, to try to sell a car. He only had like four cars on the car lot and his little, you know, drive up, buy here and pay here and deal he had. And, which, I mean, I, I'm not saying that's, there's nothing wrong with that as a, as a profession or a living, but – um, we were there to learn how to sell insurance, to train him and teach him, and, and we were steady being distracted by these other little side hustles and projects. And I'm not, and everything I'm telling you is absolute truth. Um, we finally got that done, and and I said, look, tomorrow we're gonna focus 100. I, I drove all the way to Alabama. I got a hotel. 
We're gonna. I'm gonna spend a night. Uh, work with you again tomorrow. And uh, it can't do the car lot deal, man. We got to do the insurance. You do the car lot deal on the weekends, whatever. I just talked to him about being focused. What have you? By appointment only. Whatever you got to do. And so pick him up the next day. And in between every appointment, as I was trying to talk to him, he was on the phone. This, that, and the other. This guy was trying to sell insurance. Not only did he want to sell, you know, final expense like we, but he wanted to sell, you know, he wanted to know about how to do annuities. He wanted to know how to do, you know, big term policies for younger people. No, his mind was always thinking, how do I make a nickel here, make a nickel there, make a nickel here. In between that, he was calling people because he was trying to sell Eliano franchises. I mean, he had a, uh, I mean, he was calling business owners. Hey, this is so-and-so. I talked to you last week about the franchise opportunity with Eliano's coffee shop, this and that and the other. And I'm listening to him. And on top of that, he's got his real estate license. And he's trying to sell houses. So he's got a real estate license. He's got a buy here and pay here uh, automotive shop. He's trying to change out a carburetor on a car in between to sell something. Got to be at the auto parts store. Selling coffee stores. Um, you know, all of this thing. I finally just looked at him. I said, look, man. I said, this ain't going to work. I said, you're going to make a little bit of money at all these things, but you're never going to get anywhere like this. I feel extremely frustrated just listening about this guy. (laughs) This is true, and I'm probably leaving some things out. I mean, this is the kind of guy who, you know, he 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 went through a bad divorce, and I'm thinking, yeah, I see why she left you, dog. I mean, (laughs) you can't concentrate on one thing. You probably never could concentrate on her. I mean, it's it's, it's a problem, you know, and it's people mean well. They absolutely mean well. I mean, and this word entrepreneur that we use, it's been thrown around so many times. You've probably seen something I shared or reshared, somebody shared. It says, tell me you're an entrepreneur without telling me you're an entrepreneur. I mean, that word, if you're putting that on your business card, I, I get it on your Facebook, uh, Instagram profile or whatever because you want people like you to follow you or this or that and the other. But most people that say they're entrepreneurs are not entrepreneurs. They just, they just got their hands in all these different things. Let me, Paul, let me, sure. here's – you pick right up here. This here's the definition of an entrepreneur for everybody that loves to sling this word around. Okay, that has ruined the word and what it actually means. Entrepreneur: a person who organizes and operates a business or businesses, taking on greater. Here's the part you need to put in highlight in your brain: taking on greater than normal financial risks in order to do so. Okay taking on greater than normal financial risk in order to do so. If you spend $100 or $200 to start your MLM from your home, I'm not beating you up. I, I, I thank God for effort and you making an effort. And if you got a steady job and you just want to make a little extra money on the side, have at it. I wish you the best. God bless you. But don't call yourself an entrepreneur. Because spending a couple hundred dollars to start something that, that in most cases don't even make that back for you is not taking on greater than normal financial risk until you're taking on financial risk and other families and peoples and lives is dependent upon the organization that you're producing. That's not you. You know, there, there is, there's some men that need structure in order to be successful. And then there's other men that create structure for the aforementioned. Okay. And that's the entrepreneurs, the ones that create the structure that create the system and are able to go out and, and mass produce and in, ter- in turn change actually change people's lives due to the entrepreneurialism. And, and you know, 
on that point, you know, I think everybody should should be involved in the MLM at least once in your life because you can it's learn. Good so it's it's great training. You learn marketing skills. You learn different things, and you know, I've um, I, I just, it's great. You know, um, I, I even know people that that make their entire living. I know people in this town that have have make their entire living. With MLMs, and, and there's nothing. We're not knocking that, not bashing that. There's some great ones. Definitely can be an entrepreneur and, you know, in, in that field. But if let, – let me just say this because I've, I've lived this, okay? I never, you know, woke up one day and said I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I doubt you did either. But, I mean, it just kind of, you know um, – just fell into it and just just it's just what you know it's kind of evolved into but if if you've got you know if, if you wake up and say i want to be an entrepreneur so i don't have to work so much don't have to work so hard don't have to i can make my own schedule you know you're missing the boat because here's the thing if if to be an entrepreneur you can't make your own schedule you work all the friggin time for a while i mean there's times you get no days off there's times that that on saturday when everybody's on the lake or at the beach or whatever you're going to be working you're going to be you know we love to say grinding and hustling listen if you're nine to five you're not grinding and hustling you know most people that have great great that have built great empires and 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 left a great legacy for their family they went through seasons in their life where they had to take extreme focus, because that's what we're talking about today, extreme focus, and focus on that business or that product or, or, or whatever they're involved in, such extreme focus to where you lose track of time, you forget to eat, you forget, you know, you, you, you show up for work and you just don't ever leave. You know, I got a friend of mine and he was in the, um, the car business and he um i remember him telling me he said john i made a lot of money in this business i, I started it from my backyard made a lot of money and then eventually sold it and made a lot of money when i sold it he said but they were nights that i slept on a cot in my office because i had to focus so hard because if if i didn't spend the night and figure out how to get product moving and out of the store uh, and off of the assembly line, I would go under. I would lose the business because, and a lot of times, you're going to spend years of that where you're just you're living on the razor's edge and on the wire, and in that little land between the black and the red, and just trying to make ends meet. That requires extreme focus. It requires it requires a hundred percent of your attention. Your family's got to be on board, your wife, your kids, your husband, whoever, they've got to be on board and they've got to understand and realize the focus and the energy that it takes. And then you got to also be ready for times when you're going to be, everything's going to be great and you think you finally got it off the ground and everything's moving and shaking and nothing could go wrong and everything in the world is right and boom, Corona hits, COVID hits. Or the economy falls uh, apart, or the housing market crashes. We've lived through all this. We've lived through a ha- uh, the dot com bubble. We lived through the the housing crash. We've lived through the um, now we we see a major medical deal, a health pa- uh, pandemic, and all of these things come at you wide open. And you you better hope you got focus, you got grit, you got tenacity, you got the ability to grab a hold of what you got and do what you got to do to steer the ship through those waters because they do get rough. Even if they smooth sailing today, they're going to get rough because everything's cyclical in, in your business, in your life, in your relationships. Everything's cyclical You're gonna or cyclical, however the hell you say it. You're going to hit those daggum times, and, and you better have focus. You better be able to focus. 
less is more. It really is. Less is more. And and by less, I mean when you've got your attention going less directions again and you've got that streamlined focus. You know, when we say less is more, I also want to reiterate and one thing we've talked about on this podcast before, and we've I think we've done a podcast that has been similar to this before, but it's needed out of, out of one of the out of anything that we talk about. This topic is needed the most, so we just really felt like because it's something we see the most of. I mean, people's dreams, goals, the th- the big things they have for their life are robbed by all the little things that they can't leave alone. You know, there's a scripture that says the small foxes spoil the vine. But here's what I want to draw your attention to. For those of you that, that you know you, you know at least a little bit about differences in doctors, a specialist is going to always earn more than a general practitioner, okay? A specialist in their field is going to always make more money than the person that does everything. You know, what's to say in Jack of, Jack Jack of, of all, all trades, trades, master of none. Master of none, okay? Uh, it, you know, growing up, I was a musician. Or still am a musician, but growing up, that's what I thought I was going to do for, for the for the rest of my life, especially teenage years. Spent some time, a few years as a quote unquote professional musician. But you had all these people coming up that would spend all you know they was they was practicing guitar one day and drums the next day, and they were they could cut it, they could hold their own, so to speak, whether they was on the piano or the guitar or the drums. But those people today are still doing the same podunk average maybe playing around town a little bit, playing at church thing. None of those musicians I know that never would focus, none of them ever went on to do anything big, play with any major bands, you know, sign any contracts for any major tours. But the ones that I do remember that you just couldn't pull them off the guitar or people like me, I mean, I just, I, I dabbled with it one or two times and I was like, no, if I'm going to do anything, I got the drums is where it's at for me. That's what I'm going to focus on. So only those people are the only ones that done anything of note. Okay. And so there's something in us all that wants to be great. You know, if there's, if there's not anything in you that wants to be great, we'll pray for you. Okay. You get figured out what in the world has got, you know, maybe you wasn't loved as a child enough or something, but I mean, we were all born with greatness inside of us endowed with the seeds of greatness. Okay. And so, for the, in order for that to manifest, though, you're going to have to bring focus to that. You're going to have to nourish that thing, water that thing that's going to cause, you know, basically your life to turn around. Because one thing that is synonymous with people that are that are multi-focused, okay, or I, I should take that, let me change that. You can't be multi-focused, but are multi-distracted, okay? They got all these things going on. One thing synonymous, but I've never met a person like that. That it was spread, had three, four, five different things going on, trying to do in business all the time, but it's not always broke. Okay. And w- what good is life? A second to oxygen, money is the most important thing. If you're broke all the time and, and you're robbing from this business to try to keep this going at that one, and you're never getting to enjoy the fruits of your labor, you're going to give up and give out eventually. You need to have times, no matter what place you are in life and business, that you at least pause for a moment to enjoy the fruits of your labor up to that point, to give yourself some reward. I don't agree with this this teaching that you're just supposed to just suffer and never go on a vacation, never do nothing for a decade, you know, and just, no, that's going to wear you out. But you, you do need to have some markable places that you get to in life, and you take a minute to take a breath to enjoy the nice bottle of wine, to take your wife out to a nice dinner or meal and just say, listen, man, 
Now, we worked hard. we got a lot left to do, but we've at least made it up to this point. But that's what our heart goes out to is so many people that can't seem to get focused. they got all this stuff going on, and even in our own industry. We made a big move last year that some folks don't understand, and it don't matter, okay? Uh, everybody is not meant to, to, to go to full haul all the way with you on your journey. But, you know, we made a big decision to get even more. We were already streamlined. Final expense life insurance, that's what we do. That's our bread and butter. That's what we're changing people's lives with day in and day out. But we were doing it with multiple carriers. You know, we had a Mutual of Omaha. We had an Aetna. We had a such-and-such a -such company over here and Company B over here. We, we had multiple relationships there. But we made a decision last year that was a big decision, uh, and we made a decision to go and have one partnership with one sole company. So we live what, we, what we're – preaching here and we believe in it to the extreme but when guess what when you're extreme about what you believe in and you put the focus all in that and you put the pressure on that system you're going to see extreme benefit extreme prosperity extreme growth come from it and the more simple you can get things and the more streamlined you can get things. We talked earlier on in the year about the movie The Founder. If you've not watched that movie, you should go watch it. But that movie highlights how extreme you have to be, you know, and, and you'll realize that it's about making hamburgers, okay? But it's the story of Ray Kroc and where he took the McDonald's Corporation to. But when you watch that movie and you realize how extreme he was, there's a scene in that movie where some of his franchisees decided to add some fried chicken to the menu, and one guy had tamales going, and, yeah. and it pissed Ray Kroc off so much, he went and found the Sons of Guns on the golf course and had that mess in his hand, you know, uh, had a brought a hamburger out there that had lettuce on it. He said, we don't put no damn lettuce on, <laughs> on our hamburgers at, at McDonald's, you know, and just freaking out over him. But that's how extreme he was about the mission well look what it grew into that's right because i mean it's it's a scalable system that that anybody can do because you do you don't reinvent the system and, and it works and you know you sum up everything you know that we've said you you know we're all about multiple streams of income but you know if, if you got five ditches with no water in them you don't have a stream of income you just you're just digging holes and you're just trying to make something out of nothing and you know, get it, get one plate spinning hard before you try to spin another plate, and, and stay focused. You know, um, like you were talking about, um, so many people. You know, they start a business and they have a you know a little bit of success, and you know now they're a motiv mo uh, motivational speaker or a life coach, or you know, and that, that's the trend. You know, you go on Instagram, everybody's a life coach these days, and. And everybody's a motivational speaker, but and I'm not saying you got to have your life completely together to be a life coach because everybody's flawed and everybody's got problems, and even the best. I mean, even Tony Robbins on his best day has you know crappy deals with, and and weak moments. I'm sure, uh, you don't you just don't see them highlighted, and and for good reason. So I'm not saying you got to have all your crap together, you know, before you can venture out into other things. But, but you should don't be broke. Yeah, but 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 <laughs> you, you you can't be, you know. You can't teach people how to do something you don't know. And this is the, the big thing. You know, I've said this over and over and over again and in the last few weeks. You know, you got to eat before you can feed. You know, you got to you, you gotta make sure you're, you're feeding your family before you try to, con you know, show others how to feed theirs. Concentrate on you. Concentrate on what you're doing. 
Find something that, that you can do, that you can scale, that you can get real, real good at, and become an expert. You know, you should want to be the expert in your field and with your business to know everything there is to know about it. And, you know, passion something we've talked about. I don't always have passion for what we do and, and every day. But at the end of the day, if you sum it all up, most, I'm, I'm very passionate about the career that, that we're in and the, the business we're in. And, and that passion grows as we get better, you know, as we have good weeks, as we have victories and we string them together. You know, we sit here at this table today with leaders in our company and, you know, we said, hey, man, it's great to be here and everything's positive this week. You know, we didn't have to, you know, put out a lot of fires and fight a lot of battles, but everybody around this table, you know, made money and, and had success and their teams are having success and all and it, it, it always feels good. And that grows the passion. You know, it, it keeps the passion going. But a sad thing to do and a sad place to be in life is when you got a business that's operating, that's blowing and going, that's doing real, real good. But you can't celebrate it because you're bogged down in these three or four other things that are just stealing your time, stealing your passion, and they keep you so frustrated that you're neglecting the gym that you have over here that if you would just take all of that time and all of that energy and you would just focus all of it into what you're good at, what you know, what you've learned, the passion would be there. That's what I call an overflow state. If you'll just focus on your life, on your industry, pick that horse, whatever it is, and ride it. It's just like this coffee cut right here. Get it rolling so hard and bubbling so hard and producing so hard that it's filling up the saucer and the plate under that and the floor under that and just running and touching Every aspect. If you want to change people's lives, this is going to sound crazy. Focus on your own life. Get your own stuff together. Get get your house in order. Get your money right. Get your relationships right. Get your business running right. And, and people will be touched out of the overflow from your life. I know that's the opposite of what the world teaches. They want you to neglect yourself and run after everybody. Listen, you can't help nobody if you're down there in the ditch with them. You, you can't help nobody if you don't put your oxygen mask on first and the plane's going down. you got to have some oxygen to function to help the little lady that might not be able to get the mask on. Right. Focus on your life. Live out of the overflow. Live out of the abundance and watch it begin to change and touch everybody's life around you. That's what we want for you at Separation Nation. That's a separator. Get focused. Get single-minded. And get single-minded for success. You'll see your life change. We'll see you next time right here on Separation Nation.